0: Good evening. Tonight's show is brought to you in association with Behead Clothing Glasgow. That's beheadclothing.co.uk. Remember, let's speak up and be heard. The NMF Podcast with Dennis Devlin in association with beheadclothing.co.uk. You're
1: listening to the NMF Podcast.
0: Well, good evening and welcome to a very special edition of the NMF podcast in association with BeheadClothing.co.uk with me, Dennis Devlin. Coming up on tonight's show, we chat with the lads from the Mariners. In the meantime, kicking off three songs in a row back to back. This is brand new from Kelly Creswell and this is Try.
2: in a sadness I can't explain hurting like this memories driving Arms. When you help me, you always kissed it better Took all of my pain away For so long, I've been trying To keep the pieces together But I wish you would stay How am I supposed to live without you? I'll just
1: Your station plays more music. More music like this.
2: and the time flies by as the sweat drops from the roof. Can you stop and fight.
1: You're listening to the NMF Podcast. The station plays more music. More music like this.
0: three fantastic songs on a roll back to back on the NMF podcast in association with Behead Clothing at Co. uk. that of course was the Skylights and Nothing Left to Try before that the amazing Raz if you never try and kicking the three songs off in a roll back to back was Kelly Cresswell's new one and Try which is available now coming up next of course we chat to the Mariners after the break
1: you're listening to the NMF
0: Have you joined the cult yet? Terrace Cult Clothing, the new casual brand on the terraces. That's Terrace Cult Clothing, TerraceCult.com Behead Clothing Glasgow at BeheadClothing.co.uk Kids Sale now on, say up to 50%. Just go to BeheadClothing.co.uk, enter promo code KIDS50. That's Behead Clothing Glasgow at BeheadClothing.co.uk
1: You're listening to the NMF Podcast.
0: There's something new happening on the Terraces. There's a new cult. Terrace Cult Clothing. Check them out now at Terrace Cult Clothing. TerraceCult.com
1: To the NMF
0: podcast. Good evening. Tonight's show is brought to you in association with Behead Clothing Glasgow. That's beheadclothing.co.uk. Remember, let's speak up and be heard. The NMF podcast with Dennis Devlin in association with beheadclothing.co.uk. You're listening to the NMF podcast. Good evening and welcome to the NMF podcast with me, Dennis Devlin, in association with, of course, the head Clothing Company, Glasgow, or BehairClothing.co.uk. Good
3: evening, Paul. Hi, Dennis. You all right? I'm all right, mate. Is it just you so far? At the moment, yeah. I'm sure Luke will be with us in a couple of seconds. We were just texting a minute ago, so he's around.
0: <laughs> it's always the way, isn't it?
3: <laughs> I know, it's newfangled technology, every time it's something a little bit different Is it Zoom? What's going on? So this was a new one for us so.
0: Oh is it? I, yeah. I always find it a lot easier
3: Yeah, yeah, no, it's good, it's good, we weren't sure what was going to happen But yeah, no, a little link and then, then you're in, isn't you? So yeah, no, it's good
0: Did you get your little, I sent a little welcome sort of link and all So you can have a little listen to your music and all that A little welcome to the podcast
3: yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's good. Nice little touch with the single as well. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
0: How are you kidding me? How's things? How you
3: been? Yeah, yeah. Not not bad. Not bad. Same same as everyone. Kind of at the moment, isn't it? It's a little bit. You know, it's like where's the last eighteen months gone type thing. But yeah, no, no. It's it, it's good. Hopefully, there's a bit of light at the end of the tunnel, and uh, you know, get back to normality, Normal. start like doing some gigs and uh, some some good stuff.
0: That's the thing, though. Good evening, Luke. How are you doing, Paul?
4: Not bad. How are you?
0: I'm all right, mate. It's good to hear from you, mate. But we're just saying it's uh, sort of good to be back to you know, a kind of normality. But I suppose it'll never be normal again, but at least you can get yourselves out and start gigging
4: again. Yeah, we get, we're get we getting there, aren't we? I'm sure, I don't know if Paul's just told you, but we've got our first gig this coming weekend. So, yeah, it's, um, yeah, like you say, a bit of a light at the end of the tunnel and that. So, yeah, it's good.
0: Yeah, it'll be exciting times here, and it'll be refreshing as well. And you've obviously been really busy as well, writing lots of new music. I can see.
4: Yeah, we've not we've not stopped. Uh, lockdowns. We've we've been pretty busy f- throughout. Really, we were. Um, we released our first album just in, just just after the first lockdown sort of started, and we sort of went aw- went ahead with the plans to release despite everything that was cracking off. And then we've j- not really stopped. We just we just carried on. We, we've got all the stuff in the in the bank, so to speak. So we've just been working on the recordings ahead of the second album, so.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, it, it couldn't have come at a kind of worse time. But I mean, some people that I've spoke to have found a lockdown relatively useful in, in terms of being able to sit down and write, you know. But I suppose it's great to be all back together again, isn't it?
3: Yeah, um, I suppose, like, it's kind of galvanised us in a way. I mean, we didn't, you know, we kind of luke touched on we kind of came up with a bit of a master plan in january of of last year and kind of stuck to it anyway with when we were going to release singles albums kind of second albums and, and that and whatnot what we couldn't do obviously was gig and you know that was just just kind of one part of the plan that we couldn't do but it was quite nice because what we were able to do was kind of hit social media i suppose and and kind of discover some people who like us which was nice and you know that's maybe something we wouldn't have done we'd maybe focus on gigging a little bit more and you know so you know it was it was it was quite quite a a good for us i suppose how it ended up Um, yeah
4: yeah it's a bit like the decision the decision was sort of made for us really because of everything that happened it was like the only thing you could do was sort of concentrate on promoting and also the the writing of new stuff and you t- sort of take take the gig gigging side of it out of the equation. W- once you're gigging and working on new material, you sort of then got that balancing act of trying to make sure that you sort of gig tight with the old stuff that people will hopefully want to hear when they come to gigs, but also working on the new stuff. That was just taken out of the equation from our point of view. I've I've, I've quite fa- i found it quite refreshing uh, having the lockdown and not having the pressures of sort of everyday life that you that we used to have 18 months ago. So it's, 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 obviously, I appreciate everyone's different, but I've, I've quite enjoyed it.
0: Yeah, no, you're, you're, you're not alone. You know, I've heard quite a few people say this, that they found it kind of useful, you know. So, I mean, obviously, I've got to ask you, how did you guys all get together? How did your musical journey all begin?
4: So um, I, I first started a band um, going back in the sort of early 2000s. So we are going back quite quite a while now. And it, at first it, it started off as a Beatles tribute band and, um, of a, just, doing, just doing some covers, um, advertised for a few few different members because at one point it was just me and another chap that wanted to get it under on, on sort of on, uh, on the way. Uh, got, got Luke, the ba- another Luke bass player involved pretty early, and then Paul joined originally on uh, rhythm guitar. And us three have been together ever since, really. So we, we, we didn't do the Beatles stuff for that long in hindsight, um, it was o- only like maybe six or seven months at the time. And that sort of got us confident playing together, but also gigging together. We gigged quite a lot in that format over a short period of time, um, and it was it was useful for from that point of view. And then we decided we, we sort of just started writing our own stuff alongside it. And then it, after after a while, we we sort of knocked on knocked it on the head doing the covers and said let's let's have a let's have a bash at this. But ever since then, we've always had problems with drummers. So the majority of our sort of Time together as as a trio, so to speak, has been spent just working on writing new songs and and doing stuff together, sort of in in the comfort of our own home, for the benefit of ourselves more than anybody else.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, one of one of the things that you talk about the Beatles, you know, I I've showed your album covers to, to some people and I, and I played some of your music to some of my friends and they just thought you were pretty groovy (laughs) yeah that's that's, you know this guy i mean i'm not gonna give his age away but he said man that was cool man it took me right back to the 60s 70s when things were great man he just really thought it was pretty cool he could imagine himself sitting in in some park somewhere just getting you know going on a special trip somewhere and enjoying your music
4: that's nice it's nice to hear (laughs) that people that people can sort of relate to it in that way and yeah, if it evokes that sort of emotion and that sort of feeling, yeah, that's that's really nice.
0: Yeah, a lot of people seem to connect it to the Beatles straight away. They all say, oh man, it's like the Beatles, man. It's like the Beatles coming back from India and that. It's just quality. It's, you know, real good stuff. It's like, you know. So, I mean, I'm guessing that'll be your inspiration. I'm guessing when, if I ask you what's your inspiration to create music, I'm guessing they're going to be in there somewhere.
3: Yeah, they're, they're kind of like the, the building blocks of, of everything, aren't they? And that was kind of, the Beatles, you know, they made us meet, I suppose, in, in that in that way. But you know, we've it's very we're very kind of like sixties influenced, um, but we all kind of branch off a little bit, you know, like Luke's he'll tell you himself, but he's like big into the Kinks. Um, I quite like my kind of like California, kind of like sixties, LA, sixty seven, the Birds, that kind of stuff. Yeah, um, but obviously the Beatles is is kind of like the building blocks of of everything that I suppose we we hold dear in music.
0: Yeah, yeah, you can see it. The album covers are amazing, absolutely amazing.
3: Yeah, Thank that's, you. That's all Luke's doing. That is. Look, look, they're, they're awesome, mate.
0: Honestly, it's 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 like you know th- that's what you want in vinyl. They they're not CD covers. They have to be vinyl covers because they're just beautiful, mate.
4: Yeah. Well, uh, again, it's, 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 as with anything, it's like the artwork to us is just as important as one of the tracks. It's, it's an overall product. And, and, and like you say, it's from that, from that point of view, if you, if you, if you buy something such as that, it's made to, for our, from our point of view, it's made to be on vinyl. Um, it's all well and good getting a nice CD, but it's, it's what? 10 centimetres by 10 centimetres, whatever it is. A, a vinyls there, it's a piece of art in itself from that point of view. Um, so yeah, we, we we put just as much time into that side of things and the uh, the very subtle little notes that you get in there and all that sort of sort of thing, it's just as important as a song from our point of view.
0: Yeah, so I mean, are you the creator of these covers? Is it your creations or does someone else help you with it? Because the artwork's just phenomenal. I mean, let's like I say, I mean, I, I'm going to try and get hold of a couple of them. I'm going to get hold of at least one of them and put it in a frame because I, I wouldn't want to play it. I won't. Be, I just want it in a frame. It's just
4: beautiful. Yeah, I'm. I, well, I'm an. I am an artist, so I, I sort. I sort of also do art. So I, for for a bit of a living, I, I draw. I draw football grounds. Um, really? Yeah. So like the outsides of football grounds and sort of the approach, approach to grounds for fans and, and, and such such. Come on, name Talk.
0: drop. Look, come on, tell me, tell me some of the grounds you've painted.
4: Oh uh, well, I've done loads, and I'm just just actually started work on my uh, first. Uh, one north of the border as well, so I'm just. Please, doing...
0: please, please tell me it's not the, the, the no, Please tell me it's not that horrible Devon and govern.
4: I'm doing I'm doing Fir Park.
0: You do Fir Park. Well, do you know what that's quality, mate? You know that nothing wrong with that.
4: I remember growing up. Grown up, my uh, my old man had a mate um, who we worked with. Who was a, a big Movewell fan, and a couple of times he'd take me up to go and watch watch Mubwell play. So that was I always decided that was always going to be the first ground I'd do north for the border. But yeah, because, because of that, it was always just natural that I just do the artwork as well. It's um, I know some bands do it that way and do it themselves. Some people just get a, a photograph. We, we like the idea of not going down the photograph route. like the idea of putting something a little bit different on there. Um, So, yeah, because I do the artwork, it just made sense that I'd I'd design our own sleeves and whatnot.
0: I mean, you've got – I mean, that's that's, that's just – I mean, it's amazing. I absolutely love it. I say so. Well done, you. And it's refreshing, very refreshing. What's the creative
3: process like in the studio for you guys? Um, Well, we – I suppose, like, Luke is, I suppose, the main songwriter – but then we're kind of like, we kind of like collaborate quite a lot. So we'll bring songs to each other or I'll bring like an idea or a riff and Luke will come with like more like finished songs and lyrics and just ask my opinion and kind of like, can we tweak this or tweak that? And then once we kind of flesh out the songs together, we then take it into our rehearsal room um, and kind of bash it out a few times. The way we record is different to probably quite a lot of bands we've gone down the route because you know we mentioned earlier we've, we've known each other for you know over a decade now we've been into studios we've threw money away relying on kind of producers to try and get sound which is in yes. our head and they kind of give you something generic so what we do is we go to where we practice and we mic up the drum kit and the bass and we kind of just record the rhythm track like that and everything else is just done in bedrooms and kitchens and bathrooms and we just do it all at home so that's why as well like lockdown didn't hinder us in s you know in any kind of way because that's how we do it anyway so you know we weren't weren't hindered which was quite nice yeah i can imagine that's been quite
0: beneficial really you know plus let's say the thing about the music is it comes across quite individual it's different and i like that sometimes the music can be a little bit canned (laughs) it's nice to have something different to listen to and new music's definitely different.
4: Thank you. Yeah, we, we, we definitely don't think it's overproduced. Um, so, but again, I think that's because of the, the route we go down and because of that, we like, to, we like to think ourselves that it sounds quite fresh and and hopefully a little bit unique. Um, obviously, that's for other people to decide themselves with, with their own ears and what, what they hear. But um, first and foremost, we, we make songs that we know that we all like to listen to and that we know that we'll still like to listen to in 10, 15, 20 years. And it's a, it's a catalogue of songs that we'll be able to look back on and, and be proud of. And from, from that point of view, as I say, I think as, as long as you're writing songs that we'll enjoy ourselves, then anyone else that likes it as well, it's, it's all a bonus.
0: Yeah, you've been critically received well, you know, with some people saying, you're a fine wine that's maturing beautifully, just perfectly along, and in 20 years time, just about listening to listen to your music and it will still sound fresh.
3: Yeah I mean that's I suppose we kind of half intended that but not you know not in a way that that's why we're doing what we do you know I mean it's, it's it is a timeless type of music you know it's, it's kind of simple song structures with middle eights and choruses that we try and make memorable and catchy and, and poppy and it's that's something that you know whatever genre of music is you know flying high and is you know doing well at the time there's always going to be an, an undercurrent of that type of music because it, it is just timeless and you know i suppose that's what we what we try and tap into
0: yeah when you are listening to the music you know it could be a horrible day it could be pissing down and said it could be absolutely bucketing and and for some reason it just feels like it's summer all the time it just always feels like summer listening to your music
4: well we've had we've had a few people mention that sort of summer vibes and again like I say, any sort of compliments like that, it's really nice to hear it. And the fact that it can evoke that sort of emotion and, and take someone somewhere where they're not, so to speak. So even on a damp, miserable day, wherever it is you may be, if, if it can take you somewhere else. And um, that, well, that's the beauty of music. I think if, 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 if music can take you somewhere else, then you've you've been successful with what you're doing.
3: Yeah,
0: there's more to it now. I mean, I played it to a mate of mine. I actually sent him. I, I love your music, and he's gone through a tough time just now. And he said, and he, and he said that he listens to a lot of music because it helps with his mental health just now. And, and he described your music as, as almost medicinal. He said it felt great just to just lay back there. He says he finds it hard to sleep at night. He said just lay back there, listening to it. And he said it was just brilliant. Oh,
4: well, that, that means even more than you... you... That means more even than your sort of your average cut sort of compliment. If that can do something for somebody that's in that sort of position and and is feeling like that, that, then that's that's an amazing thing. A couple of a couple of the songs that were written for that first album, I, I wrote a couple of them in place in, at times when I was in a dark place myself, sort of thing. And and the, the music at the time was something that I was able to write and it was medicinal to myself to be able to write a yeah. song and sort of almost pour out how you're feeling about. feeling feeling crap like you say to be able to do that with music and then actually just suddenly go and record it um that's that's a it's something to feel very fortunate to be able to do um so that somebody has been able to listen to it and and get that sort of same feeling from it that's that's fantastic
0: yeah, yeah, he thoroughly enjoyed it and he's a good lad, you know, and it's 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 definitely helped him. I mean, for those who don't know you, shame on them. How would you describe your style of music to someone who doesn't who's just getting introduced to you?
3: Go on, Paul. Uh, oh, I don't know. It's a, it's a, it's a tricky one, isn't it? I mean, we're... it's a groovy kind of love, isn't it? Yeah, it is. I mean, you mentioned summary it is we try and make we try and stick to kind of like I suppose a, a a formula of catchy pop music but what we try and do as well is we'll throw in something that I like experimenting with different bits and bobs and this wasn't me personally this was like Luke our bassist and you mentioned like Beatles in India well he he got his sitar out on a couple of songs and you know so that's him like playing his sitar we just like to try and experiment a little bit yeah. Um, without going to like, you know, like wigging out or anything like that. But we will, you know, we just try and it's just pop. So it's pop music, isn't it? Which is sometimes a dirty word, but we, we like pop music. We love the monkeys. So, you know, that's, that's just. Quality, yeah, it, really. Yeah, it's happy music. Yeah, yes. it's happy pop.
4: Un- unash- unashamedly pop. I, f- I think pop's the best word for it. You can end up searching for other words that help you describe it. But if, if yeah, if you're honest, I think, I think you always come back to it being pop music. Um, but as Paul says, sometimes that can be seen as a bit of a of a, a dirty word in music But there's, yeah, nothing to be ashamed of with when it comes to that
0: No, no, I stick with a groovy kind of pop, I like that No, I really <laughs> like it. A groovy kind of pop, that's how I'll, I'll label it
4: uh, will take that
0: Yeah, quite right, I know, there's nothing wrong with saying pop You know, what's wrong with the world? It was pop that built the country in the first place Come on, pop and rock, we live together You know <laughs> If happened, you know, oh, okay, we could fire lyrics, you know. <laughs> <laughs> If you could open, if you could open a show for anyone, who would you love to open for,
4: and why? Go on, Paul.
3: Uh, well, we, uh, we all might have different different answers for this, and we could go back in the past and open for some of our heroes. But if we're talking anyone current. And for me, personally, I'd, I'd love to open for the Coral. I think they're, they're, they're brilliant. Um, yeah, they're brilliant. Like, such a guy. I mean, the, the new album's amazing. And, you know, we've seen them a, a few times. And going to probably digress a little bit here. But the last time we last time we saw them uh, was the tour for the last album, obviously, before this one. Um, and it was me, me and Sulu. And... Um, we were kind of like in between drummers as usual. We had a few songs recorded, weren't sure what we were doing. And it was it was that kind of, that evening we were like, right, let's have another go at it. So we changed the names and, and we started again. And um, so, you know, I suppose it would be going full circle. It would be quite nice if we could uh, maybe support them. But that that that's for me. Luke, have you got anyone different?
4: No, as you say, if, you, if you're going sort of in the, in the realms of reality, modern day, then yeah, it'd be the choral, or like Lightning Seeds, they're, they're two artists that straight away from everyone that's out there yeah. gigging nowadays, uh, they're artists that I'd I'd love to, well, I'd, I'd be going to the gigs to watch them anyway, so we might as well get on and, and do a set beforehand, you know what I mean? But um, yeah, it, failing, failing that, if it, if, it was, if it was anyone else, it'd be a case of travelling back in time, so to speak. Um, I think the other name we'd throw in there would be uh, John Power as well. So
1: Wow, yeah. yeah.
4: Which is a uh, John John Power song, The Mariner. That's where that's where the band name comes from. So, What's I was like going
0: that? to say my next my next question was going to be the Mariner because we I now thinking the Mariner. I, I think of Grimsby and all that, you know.
4: Oh, uh, we're, we're about as far away from the from the coast as you get where we are. So, um, yeah, it's uh, it was it was purely purely on the uh, John Power uh, sort of link there. We, we're massive John Power fans. We've we've seen him untold amount of times and. Um, that's one of our favorite songs of his we we wanted something that was nautical uh we liked the idea of something that was maybe sea shanty sort of thing and we end up settling on uh the mariners
0: yeah i like that yeah i can see the i can see the connection now it's brilliant that's excellent there's a lot of, a lot of thought goes into this and i suppose people don't realize that people just think you come up with a name or you know, there's a lot, there's a lot of thought, and I like that. That's that's simplicity to its absolute best. What would be your dream arena or festival to perform at?
4: Well, I'd I'd go as far to say we've already we've already played our dream venue. Um, we've we but but not as the Mariners. So we've played it in our, our sort of previous guys when it was the three of us and a different drummer, and, and that was that was the cabin in Liverpool. Obviously, um, we we played there a few times. Uh, we played on the front stage, which the the Beatles stage, so to speak. Um, and we'd we'd love to go back there again. I, I, fingers fingers crossed, we'll go there as the Mariners in the not too distant future. and may, Maybe get the chance to do that again. What about you, Paul?
3: Yeah, yeah, it's, it's similar. I'd love to. I, you know, it's a, we used to go on a pilgrimage to the Cavern every year, didn't we? So it's, it's you know, it's always nice to to play there as well. Um, I mean, I don't stadium and you know those kind of arenas. I don't think they're necessarily for us, even if you know we got to a. A level that people are coming to see us in those venues, which I don't think would happen, but you never know. Um, I just don't I don't think we're geared for that. Put us in a tent or put us in like a something like that, I think think we'd we'd, we'd go well. Um, you know, just a small small little venue that that that's full. We'd we'd take that all day long. Yeah, sticky the a muddy field in a summer afternoon somewhere
0: where a group of people that enjoy your music and are they at the party and enjoy themselves. So I think that'd be <laughs> ideal. Yeah,
3: exactly. In a a big top or something like that, that'd be perfect. Yeah, man, a circus, a big circus top. (laughs) I'd like
4: that. The band's been run like a circus in the past, so yeah, that'd be quite apt.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Who's the whipper then? (laughs)
4: Who's the ringleader? Who's the one that's whipping you on your shape? (laughs) I I think once upon a time, it it was probably me. I think we've all just sort of um, found our our level, though, in, in recent years. Um, I I'm thinking from a circus point of view, I'm thinking more of the clowns that we've had involved in the past as like the fourth members. <laughs> um either <laughs> the clowns, but we had we had one or two managers as well, and that, that, that had a go at managing us and they were clowns as well. So um yeah, I think I think we'll get the circus it would be quite a nice idea. Yeah, it would. Yeah.
3: <laughs>
0: I like that. I like, I like that of a video there of feeding the clowns, feed the clowns to lions. <laughs> Not saying you should do that, but you know, I quite like the video there. <laughs> <laughs> so what can we expect from you guys in the future? And have you got any plans to collaborate with anybody?
3: Um, I mean, the future, we're just going to keep doing what we're doing. Um, we've got another batch of songs ready to go for for the next album. Um. It's the first time for a little while we actually haven't got anything kind of recorded that we can work on at the moment but we're working on them in our practice room um, so all being well we'll be able to start getting some of the rhythm tracks down in the next month or two um, I mean collaboration wise we we haven't really you know ever really discussed it and and I know it's probably a little bit of a twee answer um, but we all kind of we're working with kind of who we want to work with you know we're all kind of we're kind of like telepathic in the way that Luke brings a song. I know exactly kind of what it needs to it. Luke will play the right bass line, Rich will pick up the drums, and it's just it's great straight away. So throwing someone into the mix, I don't know, you know, it's, it, it'll be it'll be different dynamics, won't it? But we, we'd like a keys yeah. player. So if there's any any keys players like banging to the sixes out there, then get them involved.
4: Yeah, we like, yeah, as Paul says, it's it's it has got to the point with it's almost tele- telepathic. It's quite nice to know that you can write a song and take it into the room. And no one's going to surprise you with anything random, which all of a sudden you start doubting either your song or somebody else's interpretation of it. It's 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 always spot on. It's always exactly what you'd expect, even if you can't sort of hear it in my own head sometimes. When Luke then puts a bass line, I was like, oh, yeah, that's exactly the bass line I would have imagined if I could get it in my head, if, if that makes sense. Um, the only thing we have talked about in the past is there's one or two guys we wouldn't mind working with as like producers but yeah as, as, a, as a rule we're sort of we're very happy with with our lot and uh the, the, yeah the setup we've got
0: yeah you're quite self-sufficient aren't you i mean that my next question was going to be is there anybody you want to thank you know any anyone that's helped you along the way That's a chance to say thank you anyone does any photography but he's a pretty
3: self-sufficient and do it yourselves really
4: yeah pr- pretty much i, I don't <laughs> um
3: Andy, a... who runs our practice room, he's, he's a good fella. He, he kind of helps us um, record in the, fir- the first instance.
4: Um... Well, he, he helped us as well at a time when we weren't really sure what we were doing. So when we first decided we were going to sort of record the drums separately as like a rhythm track, he was a, gu- he was a guy that gave us the guidance and, and the help and the know-how to be able to go and do that in the first place. When, when we first started doing that, we wouldn't have had a clue what we were doing. Uh, so without that, we'd have never had that sort of leg up to start doing our own stuff and yeah we are self-sufficient but at the same time we've got a lot of people that we're grateful for in terms of those that support us and those that promote us and those that share a tweet it's like it seems like such a small thing but just just sometimes the right person at the right time sharing a tweet online or on social media can make a massive difference to small little independent bands such as ourselves
0: yeah yeah i can imagine that you know I mean, as I was going to mention, social media It's had a massive impact on the music you just now. And I'm guessing for years it's been it's been an excellent, you know, tool to have.
3: It is. When when we first started, MySpace was the tool. It wasn't a very good tool. Um, oh, so, we're going you know, back you know, now, aren't we? Yeah, sure that shows, that, shows that. our age. <laughs> 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 you, you know, you kind of like flogging a dead horse there. So, you, you know, you're trying to like raise the profile of of your band and what can you do you know go flyering which we did at two in the morning with wallpaper paste and posters you know but that is like a different time now you can just go online and you can kind of get your message out straight away to millions of people really and all it takes is one tweet to go viral and you might get an audience you know some bands that's happened to them during lockdown um so it's it is a tool it's also a it's frustrating at times, um, but that's that's social media, and that's just the world that we live in. Um, but for for an independent band, I, you know, I don't think there's a better platform to get your music out, really, that's free, quick, and easy. And there's a ready-made audience of people who want to listen to you as well. So you know, it's 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 been a blessing that we probably didn't understand. And, you know, when we first started in, in January, we, we didn't expect anyone to listen to us. And we posted a 20-second snippet of our first single, "Cathy Gone Home, little um, 20 seconds of the video that we that we did. And we went and left it. Next day, we checked Twitter and it had thousands of views and loads of people commenting and following us. We're like, well, how's this just happened? Where are all these people come from? We don't know these people. And we were a bit naive to that. And, you know, it's it's been... It's been good, you know, the last eighteen months. We've, we've we've found a lot of really good people through through Twitter and, and the socials.
4: Yeah, I don't think we'd I don't think we'd be set to re- uh, release our second album if it wasn't for Twitter. Tw- as 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 sort of over the top as that could come across and sound, Twitter Twitter's been superb for that, and it's it's the main driving force behind taking people to our website to listen to us or all our sort of streams that we get online. A, a heck of a lot of it comes through Twitter, so. Uh, from that point of view, yeah. Social media, it's, it's, a, it's a tool that's worth mastering if you can work out what you're doing, but we're, we're still blagging it in all fairness.
3: We blag uh, everything.
0: Yeah. Same here, don't worry. Guys, have you guys got a website for merchandise or anything like that? That fans can get hold of any goodies or any merchandise?
4: Yeah, if you go to uh, themariners.bandcamp.com, uh, that'll take you through to where you can purchase physical copies of the first album, The Tides of Time. You can pre-order the second album, Tales from the Great Central Line, Volume 1, and we've got some uh, T-shirts on there. We've got one or two uh, digital downloads that you can get of a couple of songs that haven't featured on either of the albums as well.
0: There you go, guys. If you're listening, there you go. You can get yourself some merch. How about that? Of course, we all like a bit of match. I've got to ask the question. There's always one. Who's the joke in the back? Who's the one that will draw Cock and balls in your head if you fall asleep if you're drunk? Or who who do you have to keep an eye on?
4: Well, I think we're I think we're quite uh, pl- uh, chilled out from that point of view. I don't think we've got any. R- real jokers to no. Have we, Paul? I don't know.
3: Not really. I mean, again, you know, we're, we're in our 30s now. We're old and boring. You know, if we're I'm in our not... 20s, <laughs> like, uh, when we first started doing it, I don't know. I was I was a bit of a knob at times, I suppose, but yeah, there was...
4: We all had our moments. In we Liber- did all have our in, moments. Li- yeah, Liverpool, sure yeah. <laughs> weeks, Liber- sure. Liverpool 2010, we all had our moments, mainly probably
3: <laughs> but, yeah. um, That sounds like a messy time. Yeah, yeah. we're we're a bit more sedate now. We we pop down the local after a practice, and I uh, would you know talk about football and politics. That that that's as kind of there like interesting go, huh? as we get sometimes.
0: <laughs> in two thousand and ten, it's booker In two thousand twenty, it's so that You know, yeah, yeah, that's
4: that's more like <laughs>
3: it.
0: <laughs> uh, what's been the best advice you've been given in
3: them? Cool Criker. Well, I I I
4: know. I can't remember exactly who said it, but I've, I've heard various people suge- sort of suggest it before. Um, and if, it's, if anyone's ever said this, then I'd say it's the best advice you can give. Don't take yourself too seriously with anything you do. We see some people take things far too seriously on, on, the, on what they're doing or the, the, the art, supposedly, that, that they're sort of putting out there for the world. But I think if you take yourselves too seriously, it, becomes, it can become frustrating, it can become hard work, just sort of have a bit of a laugh with it and yeah i'd always say just don't take yourself too seriously
3: yeah no i'd I'd second that um yeah definitely you know because if you do especially in when you're putting music out there and if you're taking yourself too seriously then you set yourself up for a fall because you're expecting too much in a way you're expecting everyone to to like what you're doing, that's never going to happen. So you need to kind of be one step removed. And if you dig what you're doing, and if you what you think is great, that's all that matters. If no one else does, don't really matter.
0: I wonder if I play your songs backwards, will we get any little sneaky messages in there? <laughs> um,
4: prob- probably on the, on the second album. There's a bit of. There might be a bit of backwards stuff in there. Uh, and Paul's got some backwards guitar on the first album. But I don't think I don't think it was sending any specific message. Yeah, no, <laughs> there's nothing subliminal. Right <laughs> the slow it
3: down. If you, yeah, if you,
4: if you if you play it backwards, it, it just tells you to go and make another cup of tea. That's all. Yeah,
0: you yeah. <laughs> Play it backwards. And it's buy me now, buy this
4: now, buy <laughs> this now. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Guys, I mean, obviously, years have been round a little bit now. You know, years have matured well. Like I say, like a fine malt whiskey. There's a lot of young people breaking out. What advice would you give them?
4: Do as much as you can while you're young and make the most of it. Yeah. We, uh, we, when, when we were young, we weren't really, we were, well, we, we not we, we didn't get together till our sort of early mid twenties. Um, so probably the days of sort of making the most of having young mates and gig going mates and all that sort of thing, we probably missed out on that first time around. Um, yeah, just, just make the most of it and just have a go now rather than waiting, because we, we, we ended up waiting the best part of eight, nine years to release our first album. And whilst it's all sort of worked out for us in one sense, I, I do wonder what, why why we ended up waiting so long. It's we, We're a bit of a chilled out, sort of laid back band from that point of view. Um, but yeah, just do something. If you've got something and you want to go, go and do it and release it, just have a go. And what's the worst that can happen? Like I say, someone don't like it doesn't matter does it you can just move on do, do, yeah. do something else exactly so yeah um my advice would be just to get on with it don't mess around like we did
3: yeah i couldn't 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 agree more. i was gonna say the same thing we just messed around for, for for years sitting on songs stockpiling songs always kind of making excuses in our own mind why we weren't doing things um and but yeah, we just took a chance and it's worked out quite nicely. But why we were messing around for eight years deciding whether to take a chance or not, I, I couldn't tell you.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's good advice, man. I like that. I mean, what's your favourite song to perform? What's your favourite track? Which one do you love performing the
4: most? Well, we've, we've never we've never performed any of them yet, so um I will go on. You just you know yeah, the one I, was you say, I was gonna say I was gonna based on what's what also always sounds good in the room, um probably um our last but one single there before time always sounds um yeah, that's good, mine. good in the room and it's got it's got a really nice uh, groove to it a really nice feel to it um and it's just it's one of them songs that's s- sort of second nature so some songs you have to work out in the room or sort of work out to keep tight that one doesn't need it it just it just sort of flows
0: yeah, I like that one. It's you know, it's like it's like it's like ice cream, that's not hard, it's just gone soft, you know, it's just soft, and it's just nice, man. It's just <laughs> right. It's just it is, right. Man. It's, it's like ice cream, man, it's just melting a little bit, it's just nice, mate. You know, the kind of thing you can feed your granddad and he's not gonna choke on it, you know. <laughs> <laughs> what
3: about you, Paul? Uh, I, I always think that if I'm just going off how we sound in the room, um, I always think we do justice to two songs off the first album and that's Gimme More and Can't Get Out of Bed. And I always think those two just sound spot on every single time without without trying. Um, you know, there's others that, you know, sometimes like so we have to graft that a little bit more to kind of get them into shape. But those two, probably the two of the oldest as well, which helps, we've played them for bloody years. But, but they're just like a pair of old comfy slippers. It's straight away, just bang on every time.
0: Earlier on, earlier on listening, it sounded like somebody was blowing up a condom, and now it sounds like somebody's sitting eating crisps or something. What's going on there, guys? What are you doing? There's, n- there's nothing
4: happening, nothing happening my <laughs> no, nothing <laughs> <happened> <laughs> in my end. No, nothing happening in my end. Some <laughs> of the noises are
0: like I can hear little boxes going in. I don't know if you heard it earlier on. It seemed like somebody blew a Johnny up and let it go or something, you
4: know, a balloon or something. <laughs> no, <laughs> nothing
3: here. Yeah. I've, k- I've kicked everyone out, I have. I've kicked everyone out of <laughs> Yeah, I'm,
4: I'm upstairs. I've even shut my dog out. It might be, be my like pattering
0: around. There's literally my, no one in it. Might be my chair squeaking or something like that. But <laughs> listen, what you're doing, your chairs up to you, my man. Like I say, I'm glad it's not Zoom. This is why we do this by audio. <laughs> <laughs>
4: yeah, much better, much better.
0: <laughs> oh, there's so many people that they panic if it's Zoom. Eh? Oh my God, I'm going to have to look like this. I haven't done my living room or look at the statement it was out last night. You know, it's an to sticky audio. Yeah. <laughs> Right, I always do this. If you have listened if you have listened to my show, if you haven't, get off. Get now, hang up now. It, <laughs> you know. But but if, if you have, you will know that I do a little thing called our confessions. You know, I'm, I'm a generous guy. I like to forgive people, especially people in the slightly mature end of 30 who have maybe been a little bit naughty. You know, if you could confess to anything, I mean, you could confess to anything, given that I will decide your forgiveness and your punishment, what would you like to confess, and why should I forgive you?
4: Oh, confessions. Have you got? Have you got any, Paul? Uh,
0: Paul's got loads, man. He's sitting yeah. there right now thinking, I'm not answering this. You're answering it,
3: Luke.
4: That's not an easy one. That's a, I'll tell you what, I have got one. So when we recorded for what was we always intended to be the first album, but it was something that ended up being shelved, but that's another story. Uh, we went for a lovely drink in an old man's pub, um, and we'd had quite a few drinks in there that night. And I, I, I borrowed, but I forgot to take it back, a small little um, brass sort of um, horse horseshoe off the wall. It had loads of brass all over the walls, and I, I, t- I took it. And I always felt a little bit guilty about that. There was loads. There was Rob- one. Dr- you there was hundreds of Top of his brass. Yeah, there was hundreds. Of, there was hundreds of them. you robbed, you robbed some old guy's brass off his know, pub wall. I know, but I'm going to I'm going to tell you why now, and I think it it will get on the heartstrings. So it right. reminded it reminded me. Yeah, listen, it reminded me of my granddad's house because when I'm growing up at my granddad's, every Sunday morning when I pop up to my granddad's, he'd always have newspaper out on the side and he'd be polishing all of his brass. And he really looked after loads of brass. He had loads of brass ornaments and it reminded me of my granddad. And I, I never had any of the, the brass that came from my granddad's house when it was flogged after, after they'd passed away. So I took that as a little reminder of my granddad.
0: What a recovery. That, what how about that? that? So that's a recovery. I, I mean, how could I, how could I not forgive you and bless you? Well, I, I,
4: mean, I pulled that out <laughs> the bag, didn't I?
0: Mate, I, I, I am going to forgive you on this one I, I and my... my I would say if you can play three tracks that are rotten, that's your penitence and I shall forgive you. So three crappy tracks, I don't know, Miley, Cyrus or something like that, anything crap, play three songs to yourself, mate, and you are forgiven. I shall forgive oh, right. you for that. Oh, All right, right.
4: Thank, you, thank you very much.
0: You're, you're very welcome. I can't believe you rubbed an <laughs> old guy's grass. I still can't believe you rubbed a pump. Rubbed a pump when you were pushed. I know. <laughs> Oh, dear. So that's, that's it. That's the only confession we're
4: getting. Is
3: that it? No, no. Well, I've got a full band one. Go on. That's the one I'm after. Right. So, I mean, this this dates back quite a while, but.
4: No, I think I know what you're going to say. Go on.
3: Well, I don't know. Well, maybe. Because um, we've talked not too long back, we we're talking about this. So our first practice room, there used to be an honesty box and used to pay by the hour. Can't remember what the rate was, but you know, say like I don't know, eight quid an hour or something. So it just leave us in there to, to practice, and we used to put like a couple of quid in, make out we're in there half hour. You spend there eight or nine hours. We used to be in there all Saturday practicing, didn't pay a penny.
0: No, nah, I'm not. I'm not punishing you for that. Fuck him. Yeah. <laughs> that <laughs> was oh, nah.
4: that. wasn't the one I was I was thinking of. So yeah, we'll go. We'll go
0: with that. Yeah. No, mate. Yeah, there's, there's no forgiveness needed for that, mate, mate. That <laughs> that that's. Do you know what that is, mate? That's ingenious, mate. You are the man that handles the finances because
3: you know how to make a pound stretch a bit longer, mate. Yeah, it, it meant we forget a few rounds at the pub afterwards. Um, back,
4: back then... Paul, Entrepreneur! Well, back then, Paul had to make the money uh, travel a little bit more because Paul only ever had what he used to call the magic fiver on him. So it didn't matter where, where we went <laughs> or what we had, if it was Paul's round, he says, Oh, I've got a fiver. Can anyone sort of top it up to help out with the round? So, from Paul's point of view, they, those days were needed for him. So, yeah, yeah,
0: That's right. forgiveness. <laughs> it's a magic fiver, yeah, <laughs> will not get you very far
3: <laughs> these days, would it? But
0: back then, it be no, <laughs> You pulled your magic fiver at me when you pay you get you in. <laughs> <laughs> how supportive of family and friends been?
4: Uh, I think the I think the better word would be tolerant. Yeah, <laughs> very, very tolerant. Now, bet, to, I, to be especially for running Nicky Brass and stuff like that, you know what I mean? Yeah. To be to be fair, my my, my, my family's good for it. I get my 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 eldest daughter. She's only four, and every now and then she'll just shout, "Daddy, uh, quiet!" When I'm playing the guitar, and um, that 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 will be sort of my sign that I've I've been going on a bit too long. Um, but yeah, the, the, wives, the wives are very forgiving when it comes to the music and all the time and effort that goes into it. Um, so I'm, I'm, I'm very fortunate from that point of view.
3: Yeah, I do my missus head, head in constantly, but you know, that she's lived with it for God knows how many years now, so she just knows what I'm like. But yes, I mean, she, she was quite, um, she actually said some nice things about her new album, the one that's out in a couple of weeks. She actually said to us, that's actually quite good. And that is high praise. So uh, the, wow. fact, the
4: yeah. fact she the fact that she listened to it is high praise from your well, mate, yeah.
3: Sometimes, <laughs> <laughs> mate, I'm impressed. <laughs> yeah, that
0: is top quality. I mean, if that was my message, she just if if anything plugged in, she just plugs a plug in it and then walks it. with a disgust. I'm playing my guitar.
4: I soften I soften my missus up a little bit with the second album, and because she, she does a back, I let her do a backing vocal on it. So that that helps.
0: Oh, that smooth
4: that smooths things out a little bit. You see.
0: Gone yourself, shagger?
4: Gone yourself? <laughs> <laughs> You've
0: got this, mate. You're the lover in the pack. I like that, mate. You've planned that. You thought, do you know what? I'm going to be annoying for the next couple of months. So what I'll do is I'll just tell her what a wonderful voice she's got. And do you know what? I'll, uh, uh, this track would sound perfect with your voice on it. I could I. Do you know, I can even hear you mention it to her. And I'm going, oh, do you think so? And you're going, absolutely.
4: Well, I've got to be careful as well because there's there's a lot of tracks that are right with different people's uh, different uh, girls' names in as well. So you've got to, you've got yeah. to be, you've got to be careful what you're doing, aren't you? So
0: yeah, tread carefully, mate. <laughs> Very <laughs> carefully, mate. <Yeah. laughs> So, guys, you, you, let's say you're in you're in a Vegas set. Eh, you've been to Las Vegas. You've done a you've done a, a, a belt of a, 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 a night. It's been a, an awesome session. You know they're all doing it at the bar and you're up in the room. You come down to meet the guys at the bar. And you get trapped in the elevator. Who would you least least want to be trapped in the elevator with, and why?
4: What le- le- who would want to be least trapped in with our own band? Yeah, you know, it's just you like, hey, Paul. You're in the elevator on your own, mate. <laughs> who would you least want to be trapped in the elevator with? Anyone in the world?
0: Anyone? Any fucker? <laughs> For me, it'd be Matt Hancock. I, I couldn't handle well, being trapped in the elevator. Oh, with Matt you're
4: you're on you're on our wavelength now. Yeah. Any, any, Honestly, any, any of them lot, any of them lot.
0: I'd pull my own fucking teeth out if I was trapped. Honestly, if I was trapped in the elevator with Matt Hancock, I'd pull my own teeth out and it'd be less painful and listening to him. And I'd start turning into Bruce Willis and die.
3: <laughs> start climbing through tunnels and that. <laughs> no, yeah, any, no, any of them, lot. Any of them clowns. Any, anyone like that. Piers Morgan, add him to it. Anyone like that. Just, you know, put them all in, in, the end of, in the elevator and then just like, I don't know, make it fall to the ground. i <laughs> would <laughs> Yeah, man, you can just get him in the elevator man and cut the
0: shaft. Wire yeah. You don't want just go like... Piers Morgan, I, I, I'd love to be chatting a little elevator with him because I could actually... Nobody would hear me bat and fuck at him, to be honest. You know? <laughs> Piers Morgan, <laughs> if you're listening, Piers Morgan, if you were ever to listen, not likely because you're too arrogant for stuff like that. But if you were and you fancy you just a go, I'm happy to do three rounds with you in a day, mate. You know, for <laughs> <laughs> you charity. Know
2: mean?
0: Guys are completely end yeah. didn't Having that Jonathan Ross there, two I can't stand. Is, yes. is, jo- is Jonathan is Ross still about? Well, he's on that. Is he not in that stupid thing where they dress up in donkeys not stand. You know, you know when you get these these ex celebrities <laughs> that were never celebrities, they were just like they appeared in the jungle. Now they're dressed as goats and donkeys and singing on a TV show. Yeah. I'm sure oh, he's, oh, on, he's on, the,
3: on that. I'm he's he's sure a he's on there.
0: singer, yeah. Oh, That's right. it. The mass singer. Right? Basically, a bunch of has-beens that. They can't they can't do anything else are now roped into some ITV shite and they dance about looking like monkeys and whatever else they dress as and they've clearly got issues at home. <laughs> you know? Well Jonathan's on there right now talking piss as usual. You know Guy that you know, honestly guy guy gives me teeth of just thinking about him. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> now he's got a career, I've no idea. And he had a fit for the nod, didn't
4: he? She sure. she, used, she used to be on it. I think she used to sort of introduce guests on his show. Aye, she was bang tidy, wasn't she? This is going back, this is like, we're going back to the 90s now, I think. Yeah, she was bang tidy, did, wasn't I she? Did, I did not even know he was still on telly.
0: Uh, yeah, exactly. That's what I'm talking about. It's one of them shows where, you know, they've put out a thousand letters and three people have responded and, you know, yeah, took the yeah. gig, as
4: they say. He was probably p- punching above his weight, wasn't he?
0: I He's always been punching the Bobby's but I'd like to punch him at <laughs> <laughs> you know, But there we go. That's, that's, that's what's filling our TV now, guys, middle-aged guys that look like lockdowns. They're the kind of guy Well, Jonathan Lewis is the kind of guy, if he had a stroke it'd probably improve him, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I can get away with saying that now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so and on, the, on the opposite side, on the flip side, if you could pick the brains of anyone, if you could invite anyone around to dinner, who would you like to have dinner with?
4: I'm waiting for you there, Paul. Sorry, no, I, was that was, I was waiting that, that, for was, you. that was an intentional pause. I'd, I'd, i just love to have a chat. I know you're not meant to meet your heroes, but uh, Paul McCartney, Ray Davies, um, wow. they, they do for, they do for me. I'd just, I could, I'd, I'd like to think they'd, they'd be very chatty back as well. I think Paul, Paul definitely would. Um, he's, he's, a, he's a people person, isn't he? he's, a, he's a people pleaser. He is. Uh... Um, but yeah, I, I, I know you're not meant to meet your heroes, but what the heck. I'd go with them too.
3: Yeah, they they scare me a little bit. But I suppose that's just the reality of it. I don't think I'd be able to have a chat with them. But obviously, I would love to be able to. I don't know. I'd I'd, yeah. I I couldn't. I mean, if if it's this, I'm thinking too much about this. It is maca, isn't it? Really? Yeah. Yeah. It is.
4: There's there's no real answer, is it? (laughs) No, it's
0: it's a difficult one, isn't it? I mean, Paul Paul was. I mean, Paul's been so much. Imagine the information you picking his brains, you'd get, you know, and and the things he could tell you. And he's such a nice guy. Apparently, people say he's lovely. You
4: know? yeah, he comes. He comes across as sincere. I, I, I've lost count of the amount of hours and hours that I've just listened to, of just of him interviews and podcasts and chats and all that sort of thing, and, and just old footage, if if it if it exists on the internet, I've watched it and I've listened to it. And he, yeah, he comes across as very sincere.
0: Yeah, I can imagine he had a great time in India as well. I'd love to yeah. check pictures about really, what really happened in India, you know? Yeah.
4: I think, he, I, I think he'd be pretty forthcoming with his stories as well.
0: Yeah, yeah, I think he would. I don't think he's getting to hide anymore, because, I mean, like you say, he's a nice guy. Closing up, CD, digital or vinyl? Uh, Vinyl. Oh, yeah, that song, v- really yeah vinyl. I knew that. I knew you guys were going to say vinyl, because, I mean, you couldn't say CD had to produce an artwork like that, could we? Especially with the wonderful stuff look does, you know.
4: No, I'd, I'd pick. I'd still pick CDs ahead of digital. I'm. I'm not a fan of digital at all. But at the same time, I fully appreciate the fact that if 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 it wasn't for the digital platforms and the streaming, nobody would know who we were. So from that point of view, you, you have to be grateful for it. But yeah, it'd be, it'd be vinyl every every day of the week.
0: Yeah, yeah, I go with that. Absolutely. Well, look, guys, it's been absolutely fantastic chatting to I've really looked forward to this. You know. And would you guys
4: like to introduce your latest single? Yeah, um, is it? I- I'm just checking which one. you So is it Jennifer you're playing next? It is, yes. Yeah, so this is the third single from our second album, Tales from the Great Central Vo- Line, Volume 1. And this is called Jennifer. And myself and Paul would just like to thank you for having us on. It's been great to have a chat.
0: It's been fantastic chatting to you. I'm Dennis Devlin. It's the NMF Podcast in association with BeheadClothing.co.uk, and this is Jennifer.
1: You're listening to the NMF Podcast. <laughs>
2: See me
0: Tonight's show is brought to you in association with Behead Clothing Glasgow. That's beheadclothing.co.uk. Remember, let's speak up and be heard. The NMF podcast with Dennis Devlin in association with Behead Well, there you have it. Three fantastic songs in a row back-to-back back on the NMF podcast. That was The Chase and Black Clouds. Before that, the amazing cult icon in Cold Street Shade, who I shall be chatting to on the podcast very soon. And, of course, kicking it all off brand new from the Mariners and Jennifer. I'm Dennis Dern. This has been the NMF podcast in association with uk. I look forward to chatting to you all soon. In the meantime, have a pleasant evening, and I I bid you all farewell
1: this radio station plays more music more music like this
5: we used to be crap and that was that no world cups or euros only grand slams And then one day, everything changed. We got to the semi-finals, where England lost to Iceland. (laughs) Tales for Wales, never fails. Gareth Bale and the rest. Tales for Wales, never fails. Gareth says that we are the best, we are the best. And now we're good We qualify like we should We can grind our wonders And spank the minnows But in the blink of an eye, Our Euro chances may die But that's the way it goes So we keep singing Tales for whales. Never fails, Gareth Bale. And the rest of the tales for whales never fails. Gareth says that we are the best, we are the best. John John. Tales for Wales never fails Gareth Bale and the rest Tales for Wales never fails Gareth says that we are the best Tales for Wales never fails Gareth Bale and the rest Tales for Wales never fails Gareth says that we are the best
1: You're listening
0: to the NMF Podcast. Have you joined the cult yet? Terrace Cult Clothing, the new casual brand on the terraces. That's Terrace Cult Clothing, TerraceCult.com. There's something new happening on the terraces. There's a new cult. Terrace Cult Clothing. Check them out now at Terrace Cult Clothing. TerraceCult.com. Behead Clothing Glasgow at beheadclothing.co.uk Kids sale now on save up to 50% just go to beheadclothing.co.uk enter promo code kids50 that's Clothing Glasgow at beheadclothing.co.uk You're listening
1: to the NMF Podcast